Hello, everyone. This is Dee Dee Bass Wilbon. And I'm Dina Bass Williams. And we are the Bass Sisters. We're so excited to have you guys with us again today. It's been a while since we've done Policy and Pound. It's been a busy, it's been a busy season. It has. It's, it's been a really busy season. But before we get started, we wanted to give you guys, to remind you guys about our Zoom celebration that's coming up in August, on August 9th, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. We are so excited about that. If you have not gone to suffragesisters.com and shared your email address with us, please do so today. And remember, you can also record your video of yourself reading the 19th Amendment, and you can email that to us at dee at suffragesisters.com. So we're looking forward to it. Um, and we definitely hope that you plan to be with us and join us in that awesome celebration. Right, Dana? Absolutely. And we also want to invite you to the Bond Girl Book Club. We are reading um, Uncle Tom's Cabin on June 23rd. This is an American classic. It's one of the first serious conversations that the nation um, had about race relations, which is a, you know, a perfect conversation to have now. So we hope that you will join us for Bond Girl Books and you can go to bondgirlbooks.com so that you can get the study notes and, um, and read this classic with us and discuss it with us. Absolutely. We also would like to welcome a new member to Team BPA, right? I am so excited. We are so excited to welcome Edward Sanders to the team, to the Team BPA, to the family. And we're looking forward to, he's already just jumped in. So we're really excited to have him, right, Dina? Right. We, he, he did not mind his first Zoom team meeting. <laughs> Didi had a unibrow and I had a mullet, which is why we are not showing video <laughs> today. <laughs> COVID has not been, it's just been who, the hair, the eyebrows, the nails. It's not good. We're not um, camera ready today, but no, we're not. But um, but yes, we're excited to have Eddie. So Eddie, welcome. We will send out a, a an official announcement on Monday. But we are very happy to have him in the, in the on the team. But everyone, this has been a really tough week. This has been a tough year, and when I think about it, this is June, and it's it's this has been really really. Just like a wusa, like, oh my, I don't even know if wusa is even sufficient. It's something more needs to be said than just wusa, you know what I mean? Um, the most but, that's happened is the Tiger King. <laughs> like, that's, that's the most normal thing that's happened this year. Which is like, wow, like, oh my goodness. But we know that this has been discussed and talked about uh, a lot over the last couple of days, and we don't want to repeat a lot of the things that have been said, but we have to address um, George Floyd. We, uh, our prayers go out to his family and his friends. And um, we are just, you know, the, the whole thing is just very sad to, to Dina and to, to, to us. And we're very happy to hear that the officers that are responsible, all four of them have been charged um, and um you know, with his murder, it was a public murder, and we're very happy that that is moving forward. Um, we are very upset about the looting, which is absolutely insane as people are trying to, businesses are trying to gradually, in different phases, 
across the country to reopen their businesses, their small businesses and large businesses, um, looting starts. And that just infuriates me and makes me very angry. And I don't understand it. It doesn't, doesn't do anything to um, remind us of the tragic loss of life with George Floyd. It's, it's not productive at all. And these are things, again, that people, sane people have been saying, you know, um, both about the looting and about the murder of George Floyd. Right. So also recognize that peaceful protesting is an important part of the democratic process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with the election coming up in 152 days, which sounds like, really? Like, oh my gosh. But we want to, this is a roundtable discussion about communication. And we want to make sure that we continue to remind people that to attack policy and not people. And, you know, um, and we're, we should not, and we've always been taught never to speak ill of the dead. But I want to go, I, t I think I mentioned this to you earlier, Dina, but I was looking on, just, you know, you just go through Facebook and you're just flipping through and yeah, skimming things. What did you say? Get on a bunny trail. Yes, and I got on a bunny trail. But this particular comment just, it made me just sit and I was like, wow. They posted an article. Um, Candace Owens, I do not support George Floyd and the media depiction of him as a martyr. And the comment that the person put underneath that said, absolutely, he is not a hero or a martyr. He was killed. It sucked. But he was not a role model. And Dina, when I read that, just so many emotions just went through my head and my, my mind and everything. And I was like, this man had his, his uh, knee, someone had their knee in his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. While three other men who were, who were, whose job was to protect, were not saying stood that and watched. George Floyd was a hero. We're not saying, we're not that, saying that he was a, a model citizen or a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. I'm simply saying that he was a man who had someone's knee in his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, and he died in public. He died. He was murdered in public. He was and murdered. So, so the communication lesson for us is don't speak ill of the dead. And we feel like, um, you know, the, the, the Facebook post, which was inspired by Candace Owens's rant um, a couple of nights ago about George Floyd. And as she kind of revisited some of the things that he had done in his past, those things are irrelevant. And we often um, see people try to bring those things up to, um, to take away from the crime that is the relevant crime. And the crime that right. is the relevant crime is that people who were um, sworn to protect and to serve murdered and destroyed. And so we, the only martyr that we have in our family is Jesus. Jesus Christ. So George Floyd is not a martyr to us. He is a human. And our communication is based on humans being 
like valuing humans like we value all humans all humans humans from the left humans from the right humans who do not share our political or biblical worldview we value humans and 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 that's the only that's the only thing that we should address in this in this space and um you know we also want to quickly talk about some of the the stats that you can what one of the things that's disingenuous about candace owens's rant is mm -hmm. you can easily twist stats to make things appear from your point of view and you know she talks about the fact that black men are only six percent of the population but they commit something like 40 percent of the um murders well we also know and studies show we'll um, link in this uh podcast post that blacks are overcharged and 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 arrested at a greater rate when whites are not that's just i mean that is that is that is or not giving us sometimes a pass for some of the same offenses right and and that's not in dispute so um but even like all of those things are irrelevant uh the issue is that george floyd is a human was a human and and deserves to be to to have that uh respect and um and it's and it's awful so the communication lesson in this is don't speak ill of the dead attack policy not people one of the things that is clear is that blacks are arrested at a greater rate than whites um and we are talking about things as simple as traffic violations to murder blacks are almost twice as likely to be pulled over as whites even though whites drive more on average this is from a, a study that reviewed over 20 million traffic stops and found that blacks are almost twice as likely to be pulled over we look at things like stop and frisk that are controversial clearly controversial and that may put us on the on the other side of some of our conservative brothers and sisters but um in boston 97.5 percent of stop and frisk encounters resulted in no arrest or seizure seizure of contraband 63 percent of the people stopped were black blacks only made up 24 percent of boston's population so there's a disproportionate um uh, arrest conviction pursuit of black people and that is a and that is a problem that does not mean that america is not the greatest nation that ever existed and that we're not always bent towards justice exactly it, another study dina it says a study of investiga investigatory traffic stops that is stops that did not result in a citation by police in Kansas City found that blacks were 2.7 times more likely to be pulled over in an, investig an investigatory stop and five times more likely to be searched. So, so this um, revisionist presence, you know, trying to rewrite re what is actually happening is mm -hmm. just, it's not acceptable to us. Um, again this is a communications roundtable and our communications lesson is attack policy not people don't speak ill of the dead it just it's just not worth it it's, it's it, not
And nobody's making George Floyd a martyr. Nobody's making him a nobody's martyr. Me. We're yeah. celebrating him as a human being who deserved to live. And as conservatives, Didi said this very eloquently in you know, all week she's been saying this um, in interviews <laughs> and on a podcast that we did um, for the Daily Signal, I mean, for um, problematic women about life. You know, we value, as conservatives, we value life. Didi, you want right. to talk? We, I, we do. And like you said, as, as a conservative, we value life. We value all life. And so if we're going to fight aggressively and passionately for unborn life for unborn babies which we do and which we which we believe in then we're going to fight for all life and george floyd his life was just as precious as any as as all the people that were out there videotaping as all the people that were out there walking around though as it's his life was just as valuable as everyone's life and we have to um we have to treat people with the respect that we want to be given. Mm-hmm. And George Floyd, and George Floyd, what he went through, um, I don't care what his past, what he was doing before any of that happened. What happened to him never should have happened. It Here. just never should have happened. It should not have happened. And when when you start from the premise that human rights begin in the womb. Yep. You value life at every stage in that life. You treat those people, these humans, with respect, and that's again whether you're left to the right, whether you are, um, you know, uh, wealthy or poor, young or old, old, anything. Things that like it doesn't matter. We, Dee Dee and I, have very we are we are Bible believing evangelical Christians. And we have a very specific worldview. But even if you don't share our worldview, because we value life, we value you. And we respect you and we respect others, even though their views are, their, are different than ours, because we value life. And, and we value... Like valuing life, if everybody just valued life, period, then we would be in a better place. And we would have all these issues. Right. I mean, we wouldn't. And so it's unfortunate. And I think we talked about it earlier, Dina, like you said, when we were doing the Problematic Women podcast. But um, in this country, I believe that it is a um, heart condition. We need to pray more and we need to be more um, forgiving. And we, we do. We need to simply just really pray more and wait and people are going to be like what do you mean just pray and wait and i remember and you'll see what we're talking about <laughs> i'm sorry that, that are what we are talking about <laughs> but just pray and wait and like and we can't say it enough attack policy not people value life and if we value life regardless of where who you are where you are what your socioeconomic background is or what have you we would we would be a lot better off than what we are right now absolutely so in closing we have one question that we want to toss out to you so um the media has almost forgotten about the coronavirus that has kept us trapped in the house for the last 90 days what there was a virus there's a virus 
Here, I think there was a virus. Oh so, my gosh. What do you think, Didi? what do you think about the um, lack of social distancing? I mean, hey, we totally support protesting, um, peaceful protesting. Absolutely. But what do you think about the lack of social distancing that has happened? Do you think we're going to see a spike? I mean, what's, what, what do you think is going to happen? I honestly think that we are going to see a spike. I'm not going to say that we're going to see a spike. Well, you asked me. I didn't ask you. <laughs> you asked me what I thought. I think that we're going to... Dina, if, have you been looking at the news for the last... But wait, have you been looking at the news for the last couple of days? Some of them have not been wearing masks. They have been very close. But I'm still going to say, I think that we're not going to see a spike. And that's all I got to say about that. I do want to end saying this. This is graduation week. <laughs> graduation week. And my 18-year-old nephew, Dorian Blaine Francis, who listens to our podcast religiously, not. <laughs> we just want to say congratulations, Dorian. We're so proud of you. This young man is the reason we get so impassioned about issues like George Floyd, because this Absolutely. young man only wants to help people. He only wants to, uh, he's just the most amazing. We, I mean, we're so excited. He has his own podcast, Sports, um, Sports Fanatic, um, and, and he's just amazing. Did you want to say something about this? I, I call him, I call him my tugga wugga. <laughs> <laughs> he is amazing I call him that behind his back because he won't let me call it to his face anymore but he is an amazing young man and I think I have probably cried every day this week um, just you know watching him walk through the house or doing something and I am so blessed and I thank God every day that he has allowed me to be his mom and um, it has just been an amazing journey. Um, I'm so excited about what the Lord has in store for him and the, his next steps and what he's going to be doing. And I ask that you guys just to, to, when you're on your knees and when you say your prayer, say a special prayer for him because he has a wonderful, amazing heart. Those of you that have met him before, you know that he has a huge heart. He is, he loves his family. I, I don't know many teenage boys who just really, Dorian loves hanging. And I'm so excited that he likes hanging out with me sometimes, you know, but I'm thinking that's probably going to change once he's off to college, but I'm prayerful that it's not. But I just want to say I'm proud of him. I love him with all my heart. He is the best thing since pockets. Many of you that know, know me and know Dorian know that I've always said he's the best thing since pockets. So congratulations, Dorian. Um, you're doing good, kid. And, and just thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay, that's it for this week's episode of Policy and Pound Cake. And as always, the communications tip is attack policy, not people. We are so excited that you guys joined us and we hope that you join us next time. Stay safe.